episode of Raw and Unscripted. I'm Jake. I'm Dominic. I'm Zig. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today we have a good episode for you. Um, we're going to go a little bit over some quick news. We're going to cover the MLB, the updates for the championship series. Might get into some Clayton Kershaw postseason stuff. We'll see about that. Um, the NFL, a lot in store there. And then finally, we're going to wrap it up with uh, my new pick for the NFL MVP as we have this race going on for a while. Um, first, Dom, give us some quick news. Uh, just running down the line, the list of quick news. The first thing I want to talk about, we'll just start it on uh, uh, – a quick somber note with Dak, a sad note, Dak Prescott, he's out for the year. Uh, at first, people were thinking, you know, it, it's going to be a rough injury. It looked really bad on the field. And uh, people were – people. some people on Twitter were saying some things about, you know, how it, it might be the last time we, we even see Dak, Dak Prescott at all. Uh, but it seems like uh, the surgery went well and he should return. Uh, they said, uh, I think, four to six months. But I think it's more towards that six-month timeline. Yeah, I think that's even um, just to, like, get on his I mean, man, that was just – that injury was just so tough to watch. Um, and it, I don't know why every, like, broadcast, when there's, like, a gruesome injury like that, they, like, immediately, like, zoom in on it. Like, I don't know if they don't realize it right away, but – they got a very good picture of that, and it was not a very good sight. Yeah. And then you had um, – it was the – was it Tony Romo? Yeah, it was yeah. Tony Romo. Yeah, and you said you got to hope that's just a cramp, and the dude's ankle is sideways like Tony. Sorry, Tony, <laughs> that, that's not a cramp. <laughs> uh, but it was impressive, though, that Alex Smith came back the same week that Dak went down. Yeah. It's kind of a cool cool coincidence there. Very unfortunate I, that I, I gotta, Scott, though. I got a question for you about that. I mean, is Alex Smith going to win Comeback Player of the Year no matter – You like, know, did, very good well, question. I mean, Last dude, time we talked about this, and I thought maybe he, he would have to do a little bit more, but because of where he was at, by just stepping on the field and taking a snap, you might, that's, you that's might be honest. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, what I'm really saying. Like this dude, he almost had his leg amputated. He had life, a life-threatening infection. Like, the inside of his – like, his leg was, like, black and, like – and then he, and then he comes back and he steps on a football field. He plays a half. I mean, how do you – I think he deserves it, man. Uh, I, think I don't know, it. man. What about, like, Cam or Big Ben? Like, we, we, we're talking about them as, like, outside chances for MVP. Dom, like, I get that. I get it and I understand it. I wouldn't be mad if Cam or Big Ben won. You can't, like, actually – Make an argument. This, like, this man almost yes, he could have can. died. One hundred percent, Don. He's literally not starting this week, though. Like, I get it. I, it's like, I, I, I'm just he saying came that, back from no, almost he, dying to playing football again. He wasn't. He wasn't dying. He was just. He was lose a leg. Dom. It was life threatening, man. He was gonna. He was possibly gonna lose a leg. No, it was also life threatening. All right, I understand. Look, I'm not trying to take it away from him, but like. You're like – he went out there and was played like dog shit for a half. I don't care. Half. I don't you care were going to appreciate Alex like, Smith whether you like it or not. As I said, I mean, you can't give him a, a comeback player of the year over guys that could be in the running for the actual MVP that are also in the running for comeback player of the year. Like, it's just so disrespectful of those guys. Yeah, but you can make an argument for it because of where he came from to versus I, where oh, he's at. I agree that you could make an argument for it, but Zig's trying to tell me that it's like, duh, right. He's like – He's like, so I guess he, I could see he's Cam. Simply, he's no, simply he's not. He just, just said, put the question out there. He just said, I guess I could see your argument. Though. 
But I'm like, what do you mean? I you guess like it's, that's the first logical thing. Then no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not arguing that it would be the wrong move for Big Ben or Cam to win Comeback Player of the Year. I am simply making my case for Alex Smith, and I think it would be deserved if he if he got it, regardless of his play this year. I think if, if Cam Newton and Big Ben stopped playing right now, I agree. He's the front runner. Okay. I don't even know. I'd have to think. There's probably other guys, though. <laughs> I, anyways, All right. I see your point. Move on. Le'Veon Bell. Where's he going, boys? What about him, Dom? Dom what He's do you going mean, to Kansas going? City. He already went to Kansas City. He's going to Kansas City, dude. Tell me about it. What do you think? I think it's good. Uh, it's I good mean, for the Chiefs. If you're a Chiefs fan, that's what you like to see. Bad for the AFC. I mean. My, uh, my bills were in the running, and, you know, I wanted, I wanted them to get him. I was flip-flopping back and forth, but in the end, I, I, I wanted – the Bills to grab Bell, and I and they were um, McDermott even said that they were interested in him, and he doesn't normally do that. He doesn't normally admit that. So I think the fact that they're that they're still aggressive and looking for guys to you know improve and help around Josh Allen, I think that's a good step forward. Still, so I don't know. I like it. I like uh, I like the Bills were involved. I I think it's a good move for Bell. To try to go win a championship after he's already getting his money from the Jets. So we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, I think it just makes Kansas City really really dangerous. Like especially like down the stretch and in important like late game situations. Like I just see Bell being involved uh, like as a receiver underneath. And, I feel bad and, for Clyde though. I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess it's just really good for the Chiefs though. Fan, talking about fantasy football and hope you don't have Clyde, I guess. At yeah, uh, for real. At at Saib, yeah. former guest. For real. Friend of the show. Um, so yeah, we'll 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 dive into that a little bit when we talk to some NFL, but also there's some COVID updates of the NFL. The Falcons had a coach, I think it was just a coach. It was a it was a personnel guy, not a coach. Oh, not even a coach, okay. Um but they're they're expected to play. The Colts had like four false positive tests. They're all good though. Um, and New England canceled their Friday practice today with another positive. Oh, um, but I just want to see some games played. I think, uh, I think the Patriots, Patriots are. I think the Patriots are still waiting to confirm that it is indeed a positive and not a false positive. Yeah. So I think we'll see the results of that somewhat soon. But I mean, I think if it's just one guy, they'll still be on track to play, you know. Yeah, I, w- I would think so. Um, I just want to see um, some more football. I hate this COVID but, knocking football out. But the fact that it's the Patriots, if they do indeed cannot play this week, the NFL is going to have to make a lot of moves because the Broncos and Patriots were supposed to play last week. And – they got moved to this week. and if and if it got if it gets moved again, then both teams already have two buys. And so the NFL needs to work around that. I don't know how. Well, I know how. A pretty big Ready? challenge. We they're gonna, do, they're gonna do what the St. Louis Cardinals did and play double headers every day. Uh, 
Good luck with that one. Yeah, but Cam's back, so. Yeah, I was going to say that that's good news for them uh, if they play, which, like we said, I think we expect them to at this point as long as everything stays negative. And maybe, like Zig said, there might be a chance that that's false positive. Still, they're checking on that. And Gilmore's not back yet, uh, I don't think, for this week. So that that's interesting. But next next week for the Patriots, whenever they play, he should be back. Um, and then running down a couple more things. NBA, the Lakers won the NBA championship, right? Um, oh, Lake Show. Oh, really? Did that actually happen? Because I didn't see that. I don't know yeah, if you could you tell, but you haven't between, seen anywhere between Sports Center, Bleacher Report, Hasa Highlights, and all the other sports accounts, Zig. I don't know how you missed it, but yeah, the Lakers—they uh, won the the championship. Must have been living under a rock this week, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you missed every every other hour they posted about it. I you just figured it did. out right now. So. <laughs> I, I did see that LeBron was watching The Last Dance the other day and apparently was doing homework. I I, I saw that yeah, on three dude. different accounts for some reason. Hey, you need to you need to pay is. attention. You need to start paying attention because LeBron is now everywhere and just be ready for it. Okay, what he does now is, now is everywhere. Yeah, he's now everywhere. Well, yeah, no, you're right. He's for been the last everywhere. twenty years. He's been everywhere. You're right. But geez, we've we've seen it all. <laughs> Thank you, Lakers, for winning the championship. Yeah, but congratulations. You know, congrats to them, though, for real, though. Like, it's been a long season. What started in October of 2019 ended in October of 2020. That's got to be a grueling long season. Yeah, and, I mean, I think other other than LeBron and, and AD, like, we saw a couple of guys, like, Rondo got another championship. and like You know what I like to see was, was Ryan Howard getting that championship. Did you say Ryan Dwight, Howard? Or Dwight, Dwight Howard. Howard. Sorry, I was, yeah, Dwight I was Howard. Say. <laughs> the, Dwight Howard. The slugger. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Howard, uh, he retired. I don't know if you heard, but he's on the Lakers now. <laughs> he, him along with Bryce Harper. Yeah, I was going to say Dwight Howard. That, that's that's one for sure. But good for Dwight Howard because that's been a long time coming for him. And Deserved. What, what, was an un, what was an unfortunate exit a while back from the Lakers is now culminated with a, with a, with a ring. Oh, I forgot. Oh, man, how did I forget about that? Dwight Howard with Steve Nash. And they were supposed to be like a super team, and they were yeah, remember that? fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were. They dropped the ball on that. They weren't They weren't the best, though. Big time. Um, now, you got any more news? Yeah, really, the last thing I wanted to say was that the Clippers uh, are expecting to hire Tyron Lue as their head coach. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure if we mentioned this on the show before, but Doc Rivers is the 76ers head coach now. So, Ty is taking his spot in L.A. And, uh, yeah, we'll shake up for the league there. I like I like Doc over in, in uh, Philly. Sounds you like a good move. Yes, yeah, yeah. Experience head coach. But. Experience head coach. I mean, now's the time for Philly. They've been waiting around for a little bit. Yeah. Trusting, trusting that process. I think a lot now's, of rumors, the, now's the time. You got to go. Hit, hit, the, hit the full send. They're going to make some type of move, I would think. Yeah. Um, I, I want to get saw... in a little bit. To the MLB today, though, yeah, for sure. Let's um, first of all, let's see where this series is at. Um, right now, the Braves, Braves, Braves are three one. Like they're in a very comfortable seat, up three one against the Dodgers after a big win last night. Uh, Marcelo was probably MVP of that game. Got to Clayton Kershaw. We'll get into that in just a second. But an update on the other side: um, Astros. They seem to just stay around somehow. They're down three two now. Um, they've won two games. The the last two, they were down three zero. 
and they just seem to stick around somehow. But, you know, personal opinion, I hope that the Rays can just kind of knock them off. I'm tired of hearing about it. Uh, yeah, I definitely am uh, looking forward to the Rays winning today. Yeah, I want to see that. And Braves, hopefully the Braves, Braves take care of I mean, why not, right? Yeah, just keep the, World Series. keep the momentum going. I would I would love to see the if Braves it, just take care of business. The, if it's the Braves and the Rays, I'm going to be honest, I don't think I'm going to watch a single game in the World Series. Oh. Is that, is that just a Rays from a Rays hater standpoint? or No, that... no, 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 no. I'm rooting for the Rays against the Astros, but I, I have told you both that I'm rooting for whoever comes out of the NL. And I, I would you rather the Dodgers or the Braves win? Though you seem to be, yeah. So what's wrong with the Braves? I would. I, the Dodgers. Seem... It would just be a more enticing series to me. I don't know. And I, I, you, I'm I'm sure... sir, you obviously haven't been watching the Braves play lately because they have been on fire and tearing it up. Well, you're right. I haven't. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, they are fun. They are a fun team to watch right now. I. I... I'm rooting for the Dodgers, to be honest with you. Oh, That's yeah, I, was not, I was waiting for you to say that. I was that. waiting, yeah. I get out of here. I could feel that. Get out of here. It, hurt, that, it hurts to say, but I just – I, I kind of want to see them get a get a championship. I mean, no, they've been don't. so close it, for so long. No, you don't. You don't want to hurt that. One. I don't know why you would say it hurts to say that. You wouldn't – You if you said it hurts to say that, you wouldn't You wouldn't have said it. So, so don't say it. It does hurt because I don't – No, you don't want to see that. Just shut up. Whatever, whatever. Just shut up. You know why? Because if they got there, Clayton Kershaw would drop the ball again. Again. He's just been terrible in the postseason. We know that. You really hate Clayton Kershaw, though. I'm sorry. And I, I respect the hell out of him. A great pitcher. And he does what he can. And even when he does pitch well in the postseason, his team still finds a way to let him down. I was going like, to say, it's he like went it's to not... the sixth inning. He gave up, what, three or four runs? And he pitched a very winnable ball game, but still nothing. No help. No help. And, I mean, we've seen him blow it in the past, though, completely all on his own. But, like, yeah. oh, this yeah, guy no. can't catch a break. We've seen it all from the Dodgers in the postseason. And by all, you know, I mean everything. You know, uh, you know that Clayton Kershaw has 177 innings pitched in the postseason? Like, that's damn near a full season. And guess what his ERA is, if you had to guess? I would guess it's, like, over five. Zig, what's your guess? Just over five. What am I guessing on? Kershaw's postseason ERA. Over under five? No, just guess. Oh, oh. Um, I'm going to go with high fours. It's 4-3-1. Oh. I mean, that's not, yeah, it's not great. That's not, probably not as bad as you were expecting, I mean, not, but it's not uh, no, it, Clayton Kershaw. That's not it, what we've seen out of him. It, and that's not Kershaw. Yeah, that's not Kershaw. I think, I think that. I agree with what you said. Whatever the hell you just said, I agree. <laughs> you guys out there listening, Zig's driving. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Take it easy there, sweetheart. You are flying at a thousand miles an hour right now. Ziggler's uh, losing his connection. But just to put it in perspective, Clayton Carshaw, he had a span of giving up home runs between 2014 and 2017 of three, two, two, four, two, two, just – in postseason after games. Bomb. Yeah. 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 And, um, it's just unfortunate what he's come it's, to. Because I mean, that, that's not yeah. reflective of his regular season, especially those years that he's been so dominant. 
I mean, yeah, you could argue he's one of the, like, the best, like, pitchers of all – best left-handed pitchers of all time, like, for sure. And 100%. And, like, that's 100%. one of those things. He, his postseason play is definitely a letdown. And, yeah. And, and you're right about the home runs. I, I, I remember back in the day when the Cardinals did it a couple times with him, and, like, he would have good outings, and I would always be like, he's pitching really well. And then it would just be a couple of hits, and yeah. then all of a sudden. It's you know. been so weird because he had his – in 2013, when he reached the postseason with the Dodgers, he they lost to Atlanta, and his ERA was .69 in 13 innings. So, like, a solid amount of innings, not not a crazy amount. I mean, amount, that's like, like two, two solid starts or something. Yeah, so, I mean, like, he was on his way to, to doing well. But then the following years, he had he pitched 10 and 12, and he had a 6-3 and a 7-8-2, which is just rough. And uh, those – Opponents were the guys who had his number, uh, your St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, and it's funny. I remember I, – I think the joke was that it was in the same inning, like most – or the two times. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, it, was. it, it yeah. always seemed like, oh, uh, if we can get Kershaw in the fifth inning, we'll have this one in the back. Yeah. Whatever that inning so, was, it always seemed like the I same, think it was the same inning, inning every year. If I remember correctly, but I don't yeah. know. All I know is Matt Adams. He was Dude, that was That might be one of the best postseason moments of all time. Especially you, Cardinals the history. one where he's like halfway through a swing. The one and he where Kershaw is squatting up. on the ground and his arms are raised in the air. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. That was a beautiful moment. That's classic. But I think Kershaw has some hidden gems in there. Like in 2015, um, when they played the Mets, like they made it all the way to the – I mean, not all the way, but I mean, they made it to the DS and his ERA was 2.63. So, I mean, like very competitive in the playoffs that year. But he just couldn't sustain I mean, it, man. He's not. He's not always terrible in the playoffs. Like he has good games. It yeah, no, seems, he definitely has good games, and he it just and he has good years. Ones, but it just when they need him, it just seems like he can't get over the hump. It's when they need him, and whenever he has a bad game, it just gets amplified. Whenever he has a good game in the playoffs, no one seems to say anything. But when he has a bad game, everyone's going to hear about it because it's Clayton Kershaw, and that's the stigma around him in the playoffs. That's yeah. true. I mean, I think it, it doesn't help when the Cardinals in 13 and 14, his earned runs against them in, in 10 innings and in 12 innings were seven and then 11. And then another year in 2017, he gave up seven to Houston in 15 innings and then nine in 11 innings to Boston. And it, he just – he does have stretches, though, like I said, of, his, of giving up three or four earned runs in 15 innings and – that definitely is very competitive and very winnable ball games. But you're right. When it's blown out of proportion and when it, when it's bad, it's bad. Yeah, I think um, at the end of the day, though, we all agree that Clayton's still a man. He just, I, it's unfortunate, so I guess, for him. 100% of first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. 100%. Uh, question, though. Over or under – one and a half rings for Kershaw in his career. I mean, I'm going to say under. Yeah, I'm going to say under as well. I think that's very safe. How many how many more years do you think he's gotten in his career? I mean, how old is he? Like 34? Mm, 33? I don't think he's not that old. I was going to say not quite that old, but I'm not, I'm not honestly sure. But he was still in like a top – he was still amazing this year. And for, yeah, no one probably still, heard about him. He's still a great pitcher. Yeah, I mean, I would say he's realistically he, – not knowing his age, like I would say a big, a big comeback year for him. Not big, but, I mean, like, 
I think he pitched well beyond people's expectations. Yeah, people forgot about him. He's thirty-two, so. Yeah, I'll say five years. He's got some. He's got some years left. Yeah, he's got, he's got good some, years left in him. Yeah, he, he's got some some juice left in the tank. He should for just sure. he should leave and become a closer for the Cardinals in like three years. You really want that? Why not? That sounds awesome. Okay. I guess hey, he wouldn't. I guess he wouldn't have to face the Cardinals if that if he were on the Cardinals. I, I would. Well, he he would be happy with that. I was gonna okay. say I would love that, but but personally, I, I don't know. We, we get at him. Haven't seen any of those other NL teams in a while, though, you know. What, Zig? Um, I was going to ask Dom, speaking of the Cardinals and seeing Randy Arena go off with the Rays in the playoffs, can you can you put the Cardinals Cardinal fans' mind at ease? Why was getting rid of Randy a good move then? And do you think you should regret it now? Uh, well, I mean – like you said, like, why was it a good move then? Like, I would say, like, I still understand the rationale behind the move. Like, at the time, I know Randy was killing it in AAA, but I guess it's so. Here's the deal, yeah. Like, like I said, the trade on paper, it's still good for the Cardinals because you got a, a top 40 prospect who's a left-handed pitcher, which is a rare and like coveted thing. A lot of teams would pay a lot for that, and we paid a DH who got released from the team months later and then sent down to the Cubs AAA site after he's picked up. And then Randy, who's clearly been, like, one of the best hitters in the last, like, two or three months in the MLB. Um, but Libertor still, we haven't seen him in the MLB, so I would say it's kind of still up in the air, like, what you want to call the trade. But what I will say is that Moselock clearly made the wrong calls. He traded away some guys that, you know what I mean? He had, he had this group of prospects, and he was like, well, we're going to play some of these guys, and we have to trade some of them for other assets. So he just picked the wrong guys in my eyes so the evaluation of talent and then you know that goes with the trade so I mean at the time it probably was was a hard decision to make especially when you really had no idea what they were going to do but you're the GM of of a professional sports team I think that you should evaluate talent maybe a little bit better and generally speaking with Moselock like I would say that he's First of all, the Moselec and the Cardinals are amazing at finding good young pitching talent. That's that's what they do. And then they find the, the guys that just, like, have, like, two or three tools and they take a chance on them. And some of them pan out, like Tommy Edmond and Colton Wong. And then some of them don't, and they're Harrison Baders. Well, although he started hitting well. But guys like that, you know what I mean? Like, they took way too many chances on guys like that. We're like, oh, they're really good at these two things if they could just be good at the others. Like Tyler O'Neill, oh, if he didn't strike out half the time, well, he still freaking does. Like, you know what I mean? It's like you could have traded Tyler O'Neill for probably a bigger package. Like, because at the time you would have thought he was a, a more coveted prospect than Randy. Randy was not getting a ton of buzz, even from St. Louis, when he's one of the best hitters in AAA. And yeah, he tore it up in AAA, man. I, he's it's, tearing it's, it up at the biggest stage exactly. right now. It's almost like, why did no one see it coming? Which is the part that Cardinals fans are hating. He hit a bomb last night, and uh, – I was like, well, I didn't realize it was him originally. I was watching the game. And I was like, oh, my gosh, home run, tie ball game. I was like, oh, wait, of course it was Randy Rosarino. Yeah. It was nuts because if you looked at their lineup, it was weird because uh, it was, I think, Lau started off and whatever going down the lineup. And looking at the batting averages, it was like 193, 200, 210, like of all the race hitters. And then you just look at Randy's 
and it was like 455. I was like, this dude's just yeah. a hitting machine. Just yeah. absolutely on fire. Huge. Carry the cover off the ball. I mean, without them, I don't even know if they'd be – they definitely wouldn't be in the series right now. It'd be the oh, Yankees. no. No, I mean, I think in the postseason, he's got the most batted balls, uh, most hard-hit batted balls. I absolutely which, believe it. Which a hard-hit um, ball is anything considered with 95 exit velo or up. It's funny, too, because, like, I remember being excited when the Cardinals called him up, and and he was yeah. a – you know, and he didn't really play that much. But it's so funny now when he hits the ball, I'm like, wait. That guy looks so much different, and I don't know. Yeah, he's massive. You know, he looks like Andrew McCutcheon. He does kind of look like McCutcheon. Like if you like, put dreads on him and then put yeah. twenty two on well, him in the outfield, he's got like, like Wait he's got like the big, uh, the big mouth, the big jaw, big teeth, and the, it's the, the, the beard too. The beard. Yes, yes, just the, the just the, enough. The, the and looks, oh, Yeah, yeah, the the solid thick jawline. He looks I like see that. Andrew McCutcheon. Man, take a peek. Take a peek. If you swapped him in a Phillies jersey right now, I bet I bet the MLB wouldn't know, and then they could play, have somebody play better than Andrew McCutcheon did. They could just swap. They'd never know. No, nope. I mean, wouldn't tell the difference. No, you would never know. You would never know. I think it's nuts because, oh, God, he's just been playing so well. And the Astros, they've actually been out hitting the Rays, which is weird just to think that they were down 3-0 at one point. But, man, they just – have given up some unfortunate runs that have cost them some games. Errors left and right, walks left and right, and the Rays just capitalized. But they still got a chance. They're only down 3-2. Yep, we'll see how it pans out. It'll be exciting to see. We will see. And we will also see if Clayton Kershaw gets another bid at um, the postseason to, to boost his stats, to keep lowering the 4-3 ERA because I know it's in him. I know it's in him. I don't want him to get that ring, though. I don't know why I'm cheering for him. I agree. I don't, want him, I don't want to see him uh, or the Dodgers win either. So. I'll tell you what. I have all the respect in the world for him. If you got a ring with somebody else, so be it. I'm okay with that. But I just I, I just hate the Dodgers. Can't do the Dodgers. All right, so I also think that it would be nice if we talked a little bit about the NFL. But first, I think that I have to make an MVP pick. All right, let's, uh, let's hear what you got, boss. Well, let's let's go over the, the situation again because yeah. it's unfortunate, but my – my one real MVP candidate as at the moment, you know, Matt Stafford could come back on a tear here. But at the moment, Dak Prescott went down with the season ending injury. And so now I'm, I'm out of luck. I'm sitting with Matt Stafford, Cam Newton in an open spot. And I still have one pick remaining. However, these guys were fortunate. I'm fortunate enough and I'm thankful enough that these guys allowed me another pick because of Dak, but I have to make it this week. So I don't know who exactly to pick as the, standings and stats sit for this week. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking of a few different guys, but it's really hard to tell right now because you guys have all, have all the good candidates. I was really banking on my boy, Dak. Well, know, Tom, you... Brady, Tom Brady's up to 12 tutties, and um, he's up there in the top five for passing touchdowns. I'm really considering him, but – you know, then there's also guys like Derek Carr who uh, just beat the Chiefs, and uh, he's playing on a good team right now. As so a third pick, so much of a good team that uh, I think the Raiders are my new favorite team. Oh, is that a commitment, Jake? Yeah, no, you heard it here. You heard it here live. Really not live. Let's go. I'm going in. I'm going in. We're gonna see how it tastes at the end of the year, and then hopefully it what sticks. Tastes. Raider Nation, baby, um, stand up. Vegas. 
That's Jake, did you? This is this is pretty new news here, but uh, your 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 fantasy player Deontay Johnson has been ruled out for Sunday's game. That's okay. I'll have to go back in and make a make a quick quick move here, but um, it's okay. We'll still get the dub at the end of the week. That's oh, all okay. right. Okay, that's a lot of confidence. So, does that mean you're 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 picking up Derek Carr? No, Derek Carr, I love you, buddy, but I don't think he's going to throw enough touchdowns, honestly. Okay. He'll throw not an, he'll he'll throw pl- plenty of non picks, but he's not going to throw enough touchdowns. <laughs> so I'm gonna I think I'm gonna choose Tom Brady as much as that that's, pains me. I'm gonna, that's I'm gonna what I would have done. Yeah. Yeah. Lock I mean, it yeah, in. That's a solid pick. Lock it in, Tom Brady. Maybe in his. I'm still I'm still waiting on the the Matthew Stafford glow up. I, no, me too, bro. I me too. Trust coming. me. I, it's coming, man. Oh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, you still have Kyler Murray, and I don't know how he's doing. How's Kyler doing? Not, not really. I don't need Kyler Murray right now when I have Russell Wilson and Josh Allen. Well, Russell Wilson, I don't know if you know this, but he, he came out with a little bit of tendonitis in his elbow, so you might be concerned about that. Uh, oh, really? really? He's, he's done. That's, that's what my sources say. They said you should drop – Russell Wilson right now. In the yeah, MVP. exactly. They, my sources say tendonitis in the elbow usually takes out of the MVP running. And, you know, somebody like me who has, still has an extra pick, more than likely can sit him on the bench. And uh, I, I hopefully, as well hopefully he can make it through. I, we, hopefully we he can make it through that pick. recovery. We, we, we all, all have, have one pick. pick left. But if you drop him, then we're going to get him. So. That's what I'm saying. So thanks. Yeah. Ahead of time. Okay. Well, Tom that's Brady. just not going to happen. Anyway, so Tom Brady, what are you, what are they, what are you thinking about well, the rest the of the year? Here's the thing about Tom Brady. Here's the thing about Tom Brady. My whole point before this season started when we were doing our MVP picks was that I wanted somebody on a good team because usually somebody on the good team, they're just far and beyond um, leading the team to victories. And guys like that win. I mean, think about Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, guys in the past that have won the MVP, have been on good winning teams. That's why somebody like Matt Stafford, uh, he could throw the house out, but I don't know if he's ever going to win it. So <laughs> – Tom Brady, do we, think, coach. do we think Tom Brady is on a good team or just an okay team? No, nah, they're a great team. I, I, I believe in the Bucks, man. Their defense is stout. It is solid. They're, I, they're probably top five. I think they? I'm there with you. I think I'm there with you. That's what I'm saying. Like, and like we're talking like Super Bowl contending teams. Like, I, I would put I them think, in that running. Yeah, I think the top five right now would probably be – the Packers, the Seahawks, the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Bucks. Ravens have a solid defense right now. Very my my thing about the Ravens is when they fall behind, I don't know if Lamar can bring him back. He has not been too great this year. And no, yeah, they haven't been Chiefs throwing the ball. Game, uh. That Chiefs game kind of exposed him. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it really did. He hasn't yeah, been I mean, throwing it like he did last year. It'll be interesting to see, like, if, if he gets – I mean, I think he will get better, but, like, it's just a matter of how so much. So, are you going to are you gonna count out the Titans and the Steelers who are also undefeated? No, I'm not Out of your top five? Out. No, Those, out of your top five? I would say the Steelers are, like, right – like, they're, like, a step under the, the Bucks, and then the Titans are, 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 like, right there too, I guess. The Titans were really impressive the other day, I can say that. They really and were. Then I, and I guess by default, you, you kind of have to put the Bills behind them-ish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm not. I'm not worried about the Bills. I think they'll they'll get it together. Um, their defense is a little banged up right now. 
So once we get those guys back, hopefully the defense will settle in and offense will continue doing its thing. Yeah, they got a big game this weekend uh, against the Chiefs. What do you guys think of the AFC North? Yeah, it's uh, Chiefs and Chiefs and Bills coming off two losses. What do you think of the AFC North? The AFC North, um, I think that I was three three win teams right now. What three? No, who? What? Oh, sorry, I'm an idiot. What? Yeah, the AFC North, dude. The Steelers, I, thought you said, I thought you said the NFC North for some reason. No, Steelers. The Steelers division with the Ravens, Browns. Yeah, Bengals, no. Bengals. No, I think the AFC North is one of the best. Might be the best division of football. I mean, that and the NFC West. Do you think? Do you think the Browns are going to stick around? I think the Browns are just like they have a strong recipe for success. They know how to run the ball really well, and uh, you know, Baker, got a good coach. Yeah, Stefanski's figured it out. You didn't like Kitchens. Uh, he Stefanski has realized that. In order for the Browns to win games, you have to minimize Baker in the game. Lean on the run yeah. game and then play action. I think that's a good, good recipe for success for them. Yeah. I mean, that's like guys like Odell, like it's not like his – like this year and last year, like the difference in targets and like uh, even receptions a little bit. But I think in general it doesn't look that much different. He's just hitting on the big play more because their offense is just – a lot better. Like, they're running the ball better, which opens it up for Odell. So, I think it's just helped their team. I agree. Their defense is, uh, it, you know, it's it's okay. It's solid. They're, they have a solid run defense. They really do, yeah. They do have a solid run defense. I think yeah, throwing it to the – Browns game this weekend will be good. I can't wait to see the Steelers and Ravens. That'll be a fun game. Yeah, I, love, I think that division's exciting. I, I, I agree. And the Bengals are, are a fun team. You know, they're young. You don't expect a lot, but you got Burrow. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I've actually liked the way Burrow's played. I think he looks like he's comfortable in the NFL. Every game already. I've watched – every game I've watched with them, yeah. Like, I, I, I like watching their games. It always come, It always well, seems to be, like, coming down to the wire and stuff. I'm guessing you didn't watch last week's game then. Was that the tie? No, that was against the Ravens. They got smashed. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's like – that's a, I feel like that's just – given i just mean like in general most of the time they're they're putting up a fight and they're you know burrow's out there slinging the ball he's freaking awesome and mixon's a good player i like him t higgins is young he's, he's coming up doing well t higgins man i love it i think he's gonna be a good player aj green see ya bud yeah that's hey, aj green he's so so apparently oh some expert lip readers were saying that he said uh that wait, he said wait, wait, wait. He, there's expert lip readers <laughs> like if i wanted a job you're telling me I could go into a professional? Uh, no, a I'm mostly just joking. But I heard that people were, were saying that he said, uh, trade, trade, just trade me already or something like that on the side. Yeah. Who, who the hell wants this guy, though? He's apparently lost. he's hurt this week, though, and he's not playing, I think. So that, oh, that's yeah, really his ego. His ego's hurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some, feeling, something's his hurt. His feelings are hurt. He's on the tag the dude, right now. Like, that's that's rough. No one wants this guy. You could, you could. You're disrespecting him a little too much, I think. But you're no, right. You could mark no. him with an ankle injury every no. week, and everybody's like, "Oh, I believe that," because he's just trash. Like I think you're he's, right. He's, he's always he's washed. I'm he's not washed. disrespecting AJ Green. AJ Green of the past was a solid, like oh, top 100%. ten receiver in the league. But now, 
I, I, I have the right to say the guy is washed. I agree that he's washed, but couldn't you make the argument? Like, I don't know to say make the argument, but like, you know what I mean? Like he's dealt with injuries so much and like, he hasn't really played in like two years. So, well, like I mean, we're that, talking about that, a guy who in his mind is sitting there thinking like before these games, before this year, he's probably saying like, I'm going to get out there. I'm going to try to be my best. And like, he's thinking that he still has the ability to put out there on the NFL field. So I feel bad for the guy. Well, I he, he can think, he can think guy, what he but, wants, but he's it's not going to be the same. I'm just saying, like, we sit here and be like, oh, Derrick Rose, like, no, he can do a thing wrong. But then we talk about A.J. Green, who's dealt with a ton of injuries, too. And he's probably – I mean, he could be a Hall of Famer still. Oh, I don't know about that. Dude, he's made, like, eight Pro Bowls. Like, he's right. – statistics-wise, look at it. He is as close to Julio as, like, anyone in the last 15 years. I'm just saying, like, if you look at the stats – he is right there, and people give me the stats. I, I don't know if I buy this. All right, man. Look, I'm I'm I'll pull. I don't know. Stuff. I'm I'm with I'm with. You. It's very safe to say that he's washed. I don't know if you. Can... Oh, I disagree. He's washed. I, just, I, I, I think know. I think you I don't can want respect him to be a guy's career. You yeah. can respect a guy's career. One hundred percent. But then at the same time, say. That he's not good anymore. You can I literally, yeah, say that. I, I did say yeah, that. You, I did you say made that. A huge so why are you getting mad at me then? Well, no, no, I'm not mad at you. I just you were you were putting off this this vibe, man. That he's made seven saying. Pro Bowls. Yeah, I'm okay. not saying that he's say trash. Yeah, I'm saying he's trash now. Yeah, he no, I know that he's trash now. My point is that we shouldn't let we, this can't be a mellow thing. Okay, we can't be like, oh, he's. Trash, no, we're going to forget about – no, he's a really good player, man. Six of six of his first seven really years, he had over a 1,000. Career. I'm just talking about his career, Zach. Like, what What did you say, Jake? Six of his seven year, six out of seven years in a row, he had over a 1,000 receiving yards, all made the Pro Bowl then. Yeah, over seven he, was, he was amazing for a very long time. Touchdowns with, high with were in Andy 2012, Dalton. 2013 with 11 touchdowns each in those years. It's just been injuries the last, like, three years, literally. That's it. And then 2016, he missed five games or six yeah. games. It's a shame because, you know, he was a fun player to watch. But I'm Yeah, I just – I just at the end well, of the day – He missed I, like, all of last year. He could be – he could be – like, he's really he's really good, guys. Just was. saying. Was. He's got 9,000 career yards and 63 touchdowns. Was really good. Talking about his career. I'm talking about his career. Um, so, so, you know, outside of that, what, what are you saying? What do you want to talk Julio, about here? Let's. I want to see Julio's career if we're going to go there. Okay, so Julio's career, he's got 57 touchdowns. How many did you say AJ had? 63. How many Julio yards has never AJ been had? a touchdown guy. That's though. true. That's true. That's, That's true. Fair. How, How many, many yards? How many yards? He has, AJ Green has 9,000. Julio's got 12,300. Okay, so how many catches? A little bit more yards. He probably has like uh, he's, 700 he's got, catches. He's got 812 receptions. <laughs> what is, who does AJ have? 616. But who's close? How many more games has Julio played? <laughs> yeah, that's also something we should. Uh, games he's played in. Julio's played in 129. So he's played 13 more games than AJ Green. So, I mean, that's like about he has a 13 more games, and he has 3,000 more 3,000 more yards. I said he was the closest thing to – I mean, clearly – how. Tell me who's closer. <laughs> tell me who's closer to Julio Jones. Tell, like, tell me in the last 15 years. If you can tell me one, 
and prove me wrong, then I will oh, accept I that I'm know. wrong. This but until a, this you, this is a good question. Until you do that, like I'm. I mean, I'm, guys that come to mind, Calvin Johnson, but I don't know how was how long his career. That was. that's kind of before. You said I the mean, last I would fifteen say in years. Terms, in terms of skill, Antonio Brown be up there, but he yes. doesn't have the longevity that AJ Green has. Okay, so so here I'll give you Calvin Johnson. You said in the last fifteen years he's got eleven thousand yards, so he's on pace with. Yeah, uh, AJ and when Green did he retire, there. Jake? When did he retire? And like. 2015. You said, dude, in the last 15 years. What do you want All me right. to do? All right. Well, I will I will give you, like, Calvin Johnson and Antonio Brown, definitely. Calvin Johnson, definitely. You mean guys who are still playing? I mean, yeah, I was kind of just going for guys in that in – because that, those guys, like, Green and Julio came around the same years and, like, you know? All right. Well, Calvin Johnson's got 83 touchdowns, and that blows AJ out of the water. What would you say? Calvin Johnson has what? 83 touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, he's he's pretty good. He's yeah. Megatron. Megatron. Talking about a guy who retired too early. Sad, no one's saying. Good for him, though. Moved on. AJ Green is 63rd right now, all-time on receiving yards. I'm looking at guys around him. Who are guys around him? Um, Vincent Jackson, DeAndre Hopkins. Um Andrew Hopkins is definitely better than AJ Green will have a better career, but uh, yeah, yeah, I could get behind that. Deshaun Jackson's forty second. It's so funny to see some of these names up here. I mean, AB is thirty fifth, so that's right. In receiving yards, how many receiving yards does he have? Eleven thousand. How many games? I'm not looking at the games right now. He played from 2010 to 2019. Well, let's look at it. I don't think he ever missed significant time, really. So, uh, you don't think Antonio Brown's missed significant time? Other than yeah, he's missed significant time this year and last year. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> the he, fact is, that he just like said "see" on the NFL. He is retired. He just so. dropped off the the face of the earth, you know. Hey, he's retired, man. Just enjoying he's got, the time. He's played in 131 games. Antonio Brown. Yeah, I just so but uh, so to wrap this up and like come to some type of conclusion here. I mean, I want to say like where where do you? I I think I think we're talking about AJ Green is one of those guys who won't make the Hall of Fame because of injuries. But if he didn't have those injuries, you know, if you fill these two years with another couple thousand yards, I think people wouldn't be looking down on him as much. But he might now have he's just yeah, he might I have tapered off. But I think yeah, I don't know. I just feel like at the end of his career, he's probably not going to get the respect he deserves. I don't know. People remember him for being a damn good pass catcher. I hope they do. I hope they do. I, do. I remember it. I loved I watching AJ Green over the years. Yeah, he and was he would just it. throw it within ten feet, and AJ Green would just like, yeah. Good old, Andy, good old Andy Dalton, man. Didn't matter where he threw it. AJ's got it. This is the days. Fuck it, AJ Green down there somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Dude, that's my favorite thing ever. No, that's that's Jameis Winston, dude. <laughs> That's Jameis Winston, man. All right, gentlemen. I'm still I think waiting on a... that. Oh, I was just gonna say before you wrap it up. I was just what are you still, on? you know, we were talking about the Browns and 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 Baker has been doing so hot. I, I think I mentioned it on the show, but my my long term hottest of hot takes. I don't even want to call it that. It's just a cool thing I wish would happen. So Jameis, really it's just a prediction. It's a that's the word I'm looking for. Anyways, Jameis Winston's gonna go to the Browns after this year, and then Baker's gonna get traded to the Saints for like some weird pick and 
bag of chips. Something else, yeah. And then it. Sean Payton. They're both yeah. going to be great. They're both going to be great. I want to see. I want to see Jameis play. He's so, he's so exciting to watch. Yeah, I would love to see Jameis somewhere. And I would like to see Baker with Sean Payton. Yeah, I think that would be like a, a good fit, and he would be a win-win. Work. Might be a win-win all around. Although Baker's That's what I'm saying. Here. We'll have to see how that how that pans out because so far they're tied for first, and they could they could pull ahead um, with a few victories. They do what they need to do to win. Right. All right, gentlemen, it's been a great episode. Appreciate you having you on. Um, Absolutely. Always great catching up, talking some sports with you all. But for all you listeners out there, we appreciate you tuning in, listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share with your friends, and we'll see you next time. See ya.